Do you remember when we were waiting in line to order those beers? <laughs> and this was just after the Astros had won the World Series that yep. week. I think we went on a Friday or Thursday. I know it was a Friday. And the Astros had just won that Wednesday. Yeah. And we were waiting in line to buy our beers. And this 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 chick, she was wearing a Dodgers hat. Dodgers, yeah. And we saw her, and we're like, what? What are you doing, you loser? And we started booing her. <laughs> and everybody started booing her. Like, everyone around us, there's a whole crowd. Everyone was just, boo. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> and she was just like, it's not even my hat. It's my boyfriend's hat. I don't know. Like, she had no idea why we were probably booing her. She was just like, fuck. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Thinking Twice, a post-grad life podcast from a multicultural lens. I am your host, Jesus Saleman, and this is episode 14, Layoffs and Hobbies. So this is going to be a great recording. This is going to be a great episode because we actually went on the road. Uh, for this one, we didn't go too far. We just went back to my old neighborhood, back to my hood where I grew up, Lindo Park, and we'd up, we met up with my friend. DeAndre Jimenez, who talks about his experience of being laid off and his hobby that he's been honing of crafting wallets and a lot of leather uh, goodies. So that's going to be a great episode. It's a tough time for a lot of people right now, a very hard time. I mean, you see it on the news that coronavirus has impacted a lot of businesses, a lot of, uh, especially small businesses and a lot of people, you know, there's been a lot of layoffs and it's just been, it's been hard. So, DeAndrick, um, he recently got laid off, so I, I went over there. He told me his story, and it's pretty cool because he's going to be, uh, the whole time we were recording, he was building my wallet, a uh, handcrafted wallet that he, he uh, made for me. So, I'm, I'm super happy how it came out. Uh, he did a great job. He did. But, yeah, we'll, we'll hear his story and how he's dealing and coping through it, and he's going to bounce back. I know for sure he's gonna bounce back. That's my boy. Uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on here in Houston. Uh, I mean, right now I'm recording this as Tropical Storm Beta is riding through Houston, or started riding through Houston. I'm not sure. I haven't checked the uh, the Doppler report, but uh, it's a lot of streets are flooding. So everybody out there, stay safe, stay dry. Turn around, don't drown. It's, you know, a few weeks ago we were getting ready for Hurricane Laura, I think. And, you know, thank God it didn't come through Houston. But this tropical storm, man, it's, it's, uh, it's heavy. It's making some impact here in Houston, for sure. Um, oh, we got elections coming up. So I'm going to give you guys some important dates here uh, for you Texas Texans. For you Texans. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, some important dates. Last day of the census here in Texas is 9.30, September 30th, which is in about a week. So make sure you guys fill out the census. Tell your folks to fill it out. It's really important. It's crucial that you guys fill out the census. If you don't know why, just Google it. Look it up online. Uh, last day to register to vote here in Texas, October 5th. Early voting is going to begin October 13th. Last day to apply to vote by mail 
10, 23, October 23rd. And, you know, if you really want to do that, you should really start filling that paperwork out because, I mean, who knows with this virus? I might actually do that. Uh, last day of early voting is 10.30. Last day to receive a ballot by mail, 11.03, which is also election day, 11.03, November 3rd. That's election day. Make sure you guys do your part. Just go vote. Don't vote for the third party. That's all I got to say. Also, make sure you guys are following us on social media at Thinking2Pod. That's at Thinking, the number two pod. And send us any recommendations for future episodes. Or if you want to jump on the episode, let me know. Let's do this. Let's bring you in. I can go to you because now I'm mobile. I got two microphones now, so I'm fully mobile. But yes, follow us on social media. That's an Instagram and at Twitter. It's the same handle. Follow us and let us know what you think of the show. All right. We're still in the pandemic, so continue washing your hands. Wear a mask. We'll get through this together. I think that's all I had. Those are all my announcements. So <laughs> uh, let's go into the episode. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Deandric Jimenez. Deandric Jimenez, welcome to the show, brother. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So this is a very special episode because uh, we're actually here with Deandric at his shop. And uh, he's actually building us a handcrafted wallet. And we're doing the podcast as he does it. So I'm watching him draw right now on the leather, which he's about to cut. Is this, is, this, is this a good setup? Is it hard? Do you need me to move the mic? No, no, we're good. We're good, we're good? Yeah, we're good. So uh, today's episode, we're actually going to discuss layoffs and hobbies. And so it, it should be a good episode, especially right now with everything going on in society with, with, you know, not everybody has a job, you know. And so we'll get some input, DeAndre. Um, you, you feel comfortable, right? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a chicken wing, man. So you, you recently got laid off. Yeah, man. Um almost a week ago tomorrow so it's kind of unexpected but fuck it it is what it is life yeah. is life <laughs> it that's true that's true um okay so let's let's introduce everybody to deandric jimenez so deandric uh this you know this is just a little formal introduction or is it formal or informal it's just a little <laughs> it's just a little introduction about yourself so who you are where are you from? Where did you go to school? What did you major, minor? And uh, I guess before you got laid off, what was your uh, career field that you were in and role? So um, from Houston, Texas, born and raised. H-Town. Um, H-Town, hold it down. H-Town till <laughs> I drown. And um, from, grew up over there in the Southwest, in the SWAT. Southwest? Yes, sir. Oh. And uh, so. You're in the north side now. Yeah, Lindo Park, baby. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like that transition? Sorry. It's 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 cool, man. I like it. It's like, you know, even though this area is being gentrified and stuff, but it's still keeping, you know, La Raza's roots. You know, yes, that, sir. That's what it's all about. Are you a fan of the, the Monkey's Tail down the street? Uh, Yeah. Because yeah, Monkey's Tail is literally down... Yep, a couple blocks. Do you ever walk there? Yep, I've done it a couple times. Nice, dude. Yeah, nice. Still do it in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine doing it in the summer. Swamp nuts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where'd you where'd you go to school and majored? I uh, went to U of H, the uh, main campus. So I was out there for 
uh, probably about four or five years. Yeah, five years. And um, majored in construction management. So that was pretty cool. I mean, just something different. And that's that's uh, what you're working uh, in, right? In the field that you were in. Yeah, yeah. I was a uh, healthcare construction, and yeah. So as y'all can see, COVID and all that bullshit, uh, it's kind of been putting a, a halt on uh, on new healthcare construction. So it's been kind of tough on on that end. But right. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, Deandrick, before uh, before we get into the topic and uh, talk about all that all that stuff let's uh let's talk some current events so right now we are um celebrating hispanic heritage month not sure if you're aware yep uh so what are your uh thoughts on hispanic heritage well so what i wanted to talk about actually is uh now people are considering it latinx 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 month latinx celebration yeah so what do you think? Does Hispanic Heritage Month need another rebranding? Well, I guess I could. I guess I got two perspectives towards it. All I right, mean, let's hear them. Uh, I'm the type of guy, it's like, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Okay. So, but also, um, we're evolving and stuff. So we're, everybody, you know, this new generation of people coming in. So why not as well? So, I mean, if it doesn't hurt anybody, then go ahead but um but no i mean not against it or anything you know i support support my people regardless yeah uh, i'm sorry what's your what's your background i know you're uh mexican yeah half mexican half salvadorian so oh okay uh mexican from your dad's or yeah your dad okay yeah and then salvadorian for your mom yes sir and uh where do you get your your blue eyes from oh your baby blues oh <laughs> Uh, my mom. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think I would agree. I mean, if it's not if it's not broke, then then why fix it? I mean, and then how do you feel about uh, the the branding and like companies that only pay attention to Hispanics this month? You know, uh, I don't know, man. I think that's kind of with anything. Just a lot of people just like to follow the trend and they don't do it then they get shamed on so right so it's kind of like well i guess we have to but there are there are some people that actually have you have you seen any of your favorite brands uh post anything actually not yet but i don't i won't be surprised if they start pretty soon yeah i think it's it's uh i guess it's a slippery slope i think if you're gonna do it if you're gonna target uh or, or if you're gonna put out there about hispanic heritage month uh, if you're gonna put out some content or I don't know some some type of advertisement, I think you you got to do it right. You know you don't want to mm-hmm. come out misleading because it could quick it could quickly uh, get into it. Could, it could quickly get messy. I guess is what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially with the uh, current climate in our society right now. Uh, I agree. I think people are woke and and are tired of everyone's bullshit. And we got elections coming up too. Shoot, man, that's. It's going to be interesting, very interesting on how that works out. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, the PS5 is coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You excited? Do you have any consoles right now? Uh, I do not, but, you know, I'm about to be uh, put my application out so, so I could be some kind of sugar baby. Yeah. Get this <laughs> PS5, baby. <laughs> Someone, someone's going to get you the PS5? Yeah, somebody. Okay, okay. 
Somebody's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's grandma. I, I, are you a big gamer or not? Uh, every every now and then, man, I, I like a good game. Like you know, the, um, Call of Duty is pretty cool, but you can't can't get away from that Grand Theft Auto though. No, that stuff is pretty cool. Shit. Uh, I I didn't have a lot of consoles growing up. I only had a. I think the last console that I owned to my name was a Nintendo sixty four. Really. Yeah, I had a ba- I begged my mom for it, and uh, she got it for me. And I only had like two, three, three, four games: mm-hmm. Mario Party, Mario Kart, Super Mario World, and I forgot the other one. It was probably like Donkey Kong or something. Man, those are the best games. Classic. I Mario Party, I think, is probably my favorite one. Yeah, there's so many games in them. Mm-hmm. I think that was the best part. It's, it's good playing it with like multiplayer and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like you know, especially us having like fifty cousins and stuff. <laughs> exactly, we would all take turns. Yeah, and and I think it was. I think I'm not sure. I'm not a gamer, but somebody over there and listening to the show could fact check me. But I think it was the first console that had four uh, holes to put four controllers. Oh, really? I think so. I, I could be wrong. Because the PlayStation didn't have that. No, no, no. I think they had... Well, I think you had to get an adapter or something. Or some shit like that, yeah. So I... Uh, my cousin had a PlayStation, and the only two games that I played was uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. What the fuck? <laughs> <It was laughs> Cast the spell on you. <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, I think... I don't remember if it was Driver or... It was some driving game. Hmm. I, don't, I forgot what it was called. And then uh, my little brother had gotten a PlayStation 2. And then I was super addicted to Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. An- another fucking... Another game that wasted like so many hours <laughs> of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, see, I remember having that console and playing that, that game Kingdom Hearts. And I remember it wasn't easy to save stuff, so you had to have a memory card to save your, your shit. Uh, but I remember we didn't have one, and we just left the console on for like three, four days. <laughs> just on straight up. It was it was insane. I think it was like a summer break too. Uh but yeah. Let's uh let's get into our topic, bud. Let's do it. This episode we're gonna talk about two things, uh being being laid off and and your hobby, which is slowly turning into a side hustle, I might add. But let's let's first talk about leathering. How did how did how did that start? And I just really just kinda I picked up a little kit, man. I, I wanted to buy a wallet myself, but man, these people were charging crazy amount. Um, I see now why they charge that much, and it's um, and it's a it's a great craftsmanship, man. I think it's something that um, I I was actually talking to my neighbor not too long ago. She said they used to teach this in school. Really? Yeah. What yeah. school did she go to? She actually she's actually from here, from like the uh, Heights area. I think it was you know, Reagan or Davis. I think. Rainer Day. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. actually went to Davis, or really? it's it's now called Northside. Ooh, Nauf. The now the downside <laughs> on equipment. Uh, and then I think Reagan is now called the Heights. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, how long ago was that? Like, uh, a year, two years ago. The what? So when you picked up your first leather kit. Uh, yeah, yeah, about about that time, and and uh, been um, uh, been doing it since, and and now it's kind of. I got pretty good at it, so started charging what I think I should be uh, charging, and you know, because sometimes you know people they charge crazy amount for they they call it their you know artwork and stuff, but right, 
but it's uh definitely um a dying trait that you know a lot of people you know they if you want something a lot of stuff is made out in china or something and they don't use real leather anymore and you know you'll like for example your my, your, your wallet <laughs> my coach wallet. yeah coach wallet you know <laughs> it's a pleather yeah so it's not it's not any real leather it's probably all plastic and people paying crazy amount and you know i you know you'll pay some designer i charge something half of that and it'll last you almost a lifetime so that's good man that's good and so when you saw this leather kit uh did when you when you saw it and you I mean, did you look it up on youtube or or how did, did it have a like an instruction manual or or how did this go uh yeah and they had a whole um little kit um and uh the kit came with um well like a little starter video and everything but uh i buy i buy all my stuff from tandy leather and um those are the people that sell the kits and they have little youtube videos too on how to start everything and then once you get the basics of it, you could pretty much do anything. It just gets more complex, more steps and stuff like that. Did you have any background in crafting or art or anything? I was probably the most unartistic person ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's strange uh for you to to not have a background like that and and make such beautiful designs and and on wallets and in uh belts. I saw some of your floral stuff. Actually, you know what? Real quick, let's Let's get everyone your Instagram so people can look at your artwork while while they're listening. Yeah, so uh, for my artwork, let me see real quick because I don't remember it off the top of my head. And I still need to update it. So it's uh, Jimenez underscore Leatherworks. Um, and then that's my Instagram. So that's all I have right now. And then y'all check it out. I make, you know, wallets, knife holders, iPad cases, uh, koozies, belts, man, just pretty much almost anything so if i don't then a lot of a lot of stuff i do is like for a first time so like like the wallet you're making is the first type of wallet i'm, I'm kind of um i kind of do so um we'll see how it comes out yeah so the wallet that i like i i i hate things on my pocket i i honestly do and so i like single card wallets i don't even carry cash because i mean who carries cash now right especially during this pandemic mm, yep uh, but I, I, I keep two, maybe, maybe my debit card and my credit card and then my ID. So that's three cards right there. But now I'm a big boy. So now I carry my uh, health insurance. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I gotta have that health insurance card there. Uh, cause I don't know where else to put it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should put it like in the drawer or something. Right. But, uh, but I just carry it with me. Uh, and, and then, uh, that's all I need. That's all I need. And so. I always struggle finding a wallet because I, I can never, like I had the, the bifold ones that, that you make a lot, the bifolds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a lot of my, when I had it, I was I was living at the fraternity house and so a lot of my, <laughs> my roommates would like fuck with me and like grab my butt and take my wallet. And Ooh. It was just easy to pull out. <laughs> pull out, you say. <laughs> uh, so, but, but then I found this wallet and I think the, the first one that I bought that was just a single card uh wallet was i think it was i think it was coach actually and i just i and i think it was part of the wallet kit but you could buy it separately too so i'm like ah fuck the wallet i'm just gonna take this little card holder yeah and this was probably like 2015 2016 anyways so uh so yeah i i i get these wallets now they're really popular now and and i just go with them they're super lightweight Sometimes I don't even know if I ha if I have them or if I have it on me. 
Actually, I lost my wallet, uh, one of these in Europe. But that's, that's another story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went on, I think I went like for like a few minutes and I'm like, where the fuck is my wallet? Because I couldn't find it and I couldn't feel it. But so you got pickpocketed? I got pickpocketed. Yeah. Ew. But, uh, okay, so what, what what's your favorite thing to create? Like, what what's more fun to you? The wallets, the belts, the koozies, the rodeo lanyards? Like, what what do you have more fun with? Um, surprisingly, it's, it's the, it's the little stuff, man. It's, it's actually, um, like the little card holder I made, um, for myself. It has like a, like a tilted, um, Texas on there. And because that one, I just kind of, I had lost my wallet. Actually, I lost my, I made myself a little custom wallet too. And I lost it. Is that the the one you lost at worst fest? No, no, nah, that's another one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I'm notorious of losing wallets, but you too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, I lost that one, and uh, it's a little custom one I made for myself, and and uh, I needed something quick, so I was like, man, or right, let's see what I can do. Um, and then um, uh, I did the little card holder, and then custom, you know, just the way you know. So, so I like having stuff that like you can't replicate. So like uh, original, yeah. So Disney Channel original series, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I did that, and then um, and after that, I was like, man, this was was fast and easy, and and uh, still unique. So I uh, kind of grown on to it. Uh, I was I was a big fan of those, of those little. Yeah, you had the bifold. Yeah, the bifolds are they were cool. I like I really like that one, but um, but uh, yeah, now I'm kind of I grew on to. To the other one, so um, you know the card card holders. So, so to to all our non Texas uh, listeners, when we refer to the bifold, they're actually called bifold check check wallets. Yeah, and so uh, they're really popular here in Texas, especially out in the out in the country. Uh, but what it is is it's 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 bifold, but it's long because uh, they're intended to hold checks. But um, so so it's it's longer. Uh, I guess medium for for people who like to draw on them or create designs. So it, it gives you more space uh, on the wallet to, to to do original work. And so a lot of people get handcrafted wallets that size, and, and you know you put a lot of artwork. You, you, people paint uh, beautiful designs on them. Uh, so that's that's what we keep when we keep referring to bifolds. That's that's what we're talking about. Um, okay, so. You, you, so you've been doing it again, I'm sorry, two years, three years? Yeah, about two years now. Two, two years. And you, you had paused for a bit, right? Yeah, man, I, I, man, work, I was working, well, I was working almost 60 hours a week, so it kind of really had no time for it, and then my little studio that I, that I live in now, it, it, you know, as you can see, I'm pretty, pretty all jam-packed here in my little, my little dining table that I have, so, yeah. <laughs> so, um. So yeah, I didn't have much room, but now I just kind of make it work how it is, and you know it's just me here, so yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, that's true. So you started picking this back up after you got laid off. I remember you we hang, we hanged out that night, and you were like, I don't know what to do. Maybe I should start uh, doing the leather thing again. Yeah. And so you you you've been on it now for a few days. Yeah, for a few days, and I'm already well. Today, fully. Yesterday, I went to go buy some supplies. Didn't work on much, but uh, um, but yeah, actually, um, uh, today I 
knocked out a leather tray. It's pretty cool. I made that custom. It has a big old A and M in the front. Um, Why'd you do that, man? I know, man. I, I'm not a not a big Aggie fan, but <laughs> whatever pays the bills, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Here in here in uh, Houston, there's there is a lot of A and M. Yeah, listeners, listeners. Uh, okay, so so let's let's uh let's talk about that day that you last week i guess yeah <laughs> let's talk about that so you you wake up you have a normal day normal day you know get to the office get to the office about six fifty in the morning uh start doing some work man and you know i have a list of things to do usually and then um actually somebody uh somebody i knew um uh actually had told us like hey man i just got laid off I was like, no. That day? Yeah, yeah, somebody else that I know. Oh, shit. I was like, and then uh, I was like, damn, that's crazy. And I called my coworker in. I was like, hey, man, uh, somebody I know just got laid off. You know, um, you know, we should keep an eye out just in case anything happens. He was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And freaking 10 minutes later, um, I get laid off. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did yeah. you get a call from HR? Or? Nah, man. Uh, actually, my uh, senior project manager uh, ended up coming in and kind of broke the news to me and and just told explained to me what what exactly was happening to the company and stuff. So I um, kind of knew. Uh, I guess I, I was semi-prepared. I just didn't think it was actually going to happen to me, but I just kind of. It was always like playing back in my head, like what if, and then that what if actually happened. So shit, dude. Yeah. Here, let me let me get a beer real quick. Do you want one? Uh, yeah, sure. So I think I mentioned to you before that usually on the show we drink craft beer, and this is the first time I'm not drinking craft beer, but this is a Texas beer. This is Lone Star, brewing in Texas since 1884. The National Beer of Texas. National Beer of Texas. Can't any better than this. Oof. Yeah. You got the word, and and I mean, like, what was going through your head, dude? Like, what? Man, my heart was, like, kind of racing. I was just like, damn, like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Because I was actually trying to look for a house, and I had to put that on pause. So, How long were, how long were with the, the company that you were with? Probably a year and six months. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> But this wasn't the first time that, that you were going to go on, a, I guess, like a, a hiatus or, I guess, a break. Yeah. From working, right? Yeah. So did, did those feelings come back? Like, Kind of. I mean, it's just kind of like, shoot, man, like, what am I going to do now? It's, it's kind of... In the middle of a pandemic, in too. In the middle of a pandemic, so... Um, I just wish they were... Uh, I wish they would have told us that they were kind of laying off people. That would yeah. have been uh, much better than than uh, just dropping it out of nowhere because I would have been saving a lot more money than. So you 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 would have you wouldn't have. Uh, I mean, because I can't tell you like. Oh. <laughs> hey, we're laid off. <laughs> hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, hey, by the way, you're gonna get laid good. Uh, yeah, no, not not more more of us like a um, we'll, yeah layoffs are gonna happen. You know, not you are gonna get laid off, but but yeah. So it just I was like I was just kind of I was like fuck like. Like, I, you know, I hear all these people, you know, get, getting laid off left and right. And then should this happen to me? I was like, damn, like now I'm just another statistic. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. And so that was a Friday. Uh, we got drunk that night. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Like I fell asleep in the chair and shit. You did fell asleep in the chair. Uh, 
we got drunk that night. Uh, but how did that next Monday feel? Because you didn't, you didn't go in like. Uh, it's a bittersweet feeling, you know, because usually my Sundays are are um kind of planning already for the for the next day. Right. So I already start gathering my thoughts and what am I doing and all that stuff. So, um, just thinking that and then. And then not kind of worried about anything, cause yeah, it sucks. But also, I was being, I was getting pretty stressed out at work too, just cause it's a lot of stuff we had to do and hit deadlines and stuff. So yeah, especially with uh healthcare construction, it's kind of you're always like on a, you're always on a um, you know, they want you to go move faster, move quicker, and stuff. So yeah, cause you guys got all those deadlines and yeah, time is money. Yeah, so this is work for the state too. So, um, oh fuck, okay. Yeah, so it's taxpayers' money. So, my money. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically. So, uh, I, I, you know, the closest thing I've ever been to layoff was uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps. Really? Yeah, and the way so it it wasn't a layoff, but it it did surprise me because I got out. Uh, a month or two early because I was going to college and I had submitted my paperwork to headquarters Marine Corps and I told them, Hey, uh, I, I was, I'm scheduled to get out in August, mid August, but I actually want to leave in June if I, if I could, cause I got to move back to Texas. I got to find an apartment. I got to, uh, I got to move and apply for school and all this. And, uh, I need more time. I can't just move in the middle of August. So I, I I plead my case. I turned in my paperwork, my packet, and I sent it off. Didn't hear back from them for weeks, dude. Fuck. Didn't hear them back. And then uh, out of nowhere, I remember it was like a June. I got an email on MOL Marines Online for mm-hmm. for these uh, double dogs out there listening. But I got I got my MOL and I checked. And the only reason I, ch- I checked was to see how many days I had for vacation. Yeah. But uh, I went on there. And and I had a message and it said, uh, "Hey Marine, uh, your shit got approved. Your new EAS date is June fucking fourteen or sixteen. I forgot. Shit. And that weekend was like June tenth or something. Like that week, I had it was like June tenth, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, I have till Friday <laughs> to get out of the Marine Corps. And it fucking sucked because I had just spent." everything that I had on beer, like mm. <laughs> why do you have any money? Yeah. Uh, and I had a few bucks saved up, but it wasn't enough. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Uh, and so, yeah, I, I mean, they gave me a few days before I left, but it just sprung on me. Like I was preparing to leave in August. Uh, cause I never heard back from them. I was like, yeah. they probably denied my package, but no, they, they sprung it on me and I'm like, fuck. And I'm rushing everywhere, turning all my gear uh, making sure I go through medical, making sure that I that that I'm good to go, that I have everything. I'm right in uh, prepping my resumes, like like it was just so fucking hard. But but at the same time, I was excited and I was happy and nervous at the same time. I was happy, nervous because I wanted to get out. I wanted to start this new chapter in my life. Now. When I cut completely out and I and I ended up moving to San Marcos, I didn't have shit to do, bro. <laughs> and it fucking sucked. Like I was pumped, but then like a few days after, like all those emotions of all of all, yeah, 
uh, you know, excitement, uh, I guess a little bit bittersweet. Like you said, bittersweet because I was moving from California to, to Texas. But I remember, like, I woke up and I'm like, fuck, I have no revenue of income. Uh, the Marine Corps fed me three meals a day. Now I'm not getting fed. Um, they provided healthcare for me. So now if I got sick, I had to take fucking Advil and suck <laughs> it up because I don't have healthcare. Fucking Vapuru. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <had> Sprite. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was, it was, I was freaking out and I was just being lazy. But eventually, like, I think after a while, it, you just get this burst of energy out of nowhere and you're like, all right, what the fuck am I doing? Or at least I did. And I think, I think you felt the same way too, because yep. I'm looking at your, 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 your workshop here and you have a lot of shit here. You went, you did some shopping. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, I, a lot of stuff I had before and just kind of like, you know, it, you could only bitch and complain for so long and then you actually, actually fucking do something about it. Like, man, you know, all right, let's life goes on, you know, so it's going to be another day. So might as well just uh, uh, start hounding now, you know? Right. No, of course, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like you're going to push through. And, and uh, have you been working on your resume and stuff? Yeah, man, I, I did that all the first day. Um, day um, the first day? You yeah, man, I, I don't, like I said, man, I don't, I don't sit around and, and moan so much. Um, actually, yeah, I did that the first day. Um, actually filed for unemployment um that uh that day as well, and then uh that day I started looking on LinkedIn, see what they got out available, see what's open. Yeah, and then um I actually that um a couple of days ago I I did the virtual U of H career fair. Oh really? Yeah, so I talked to a couple couple companies there, and even though I did feel a little overqualified for some, because a lot of people are like doing internships and shit. Yeah. There. Looking for those entry level jobs. Yeah. So that's good. Though. It's good that your alma mater is taking care of you. Yeah, actually, man, I, you know, shout out to U of H man. Cause, uh, I kind of told them my situation the deadline was like September 1st to sign up and stuff. So they squeezed me in and, you know, I kind of, uh, did the best I could, you know, with the, with the companies that I spoke with. That's good, man. Putting yourself out there. And- yeah. Getting ready to bounce back, dude. Yeah, man. So in the in, in the meantime, uh, I mean, you're staying motivated. You're staying uh, really optimistic, and I'm and I'm really, I guess, I'm really happy for you that you that you are staying like this because I mean, some people just, I mean, I think I I don't know how I would have handled it. I mean, like you said, there's uh, so much that you could take, but I think after a while, I mean, people bounce back, and I think you bounce back quickly, and you're not letting it letting it bring you down. Like uh, how those beers did last Friday. <laughs> yeah, did some damage. Uh, so so um, uh, in the meantime, you're just going to be working on your leather, honing your craft? Yeah, for the meantime, and then see what I find later on. I mean, I got a couple leads that may have had me relocate, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Oh, shit. To Oklahoma or what? <laughs> nah. How, uh, what's the farthest you'd go? In, uh, well, this company is telling me... Um, Tell them in New York, actually. New York State? Yeah. So, Holy uh, shit. But it's a traveling um, job, so I'll be uh, traveling for two weeks and then coming back for three, another two weeks. and So I could be in New York uh, one week and then California the next week. So, Damn. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully something good comes out of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. So not not complaining. I mean, like I said, I got nothing holding me back. So that's right, single man. Yeah. Well, DeAndre, thank you so much for uh, talking about this this experience. I know it um, it's it's tough, and you know you're holding up. But if you could give any advice to anybody that that uh, is going through this, what advice would it be? I would say, uh, man, keep your head up. Um, regardless, you know, life is going to go on, you know, so, uh, you know, just keep, just keep striving for better, you know, never, never like, you know, it's pretty cliche, but like really don't give up man. like, you know, it's, you only, your biggest comeback is, is, is always going to be how, how much work you put into it. So, Mm -hmm. so I mean, you know, like, you know, me, for example, just kind of, you know, always, like I never strive for for anything less, so so I always try to you know for even 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 at this time where I'm pretty pre, was pretty low, so so just kind of keep going, keep keep doing what you keep doing what you're doing if you if you're hustling hard and then and then don't don't stop till you till you get where you need to be. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So what? <laughs> All right, Deandrick, well. Moving on to this next segment of the show. This is called the Closeout Q&A. And so pretty much I asked all my guests, any, everyone that comes in, I, I ask them these same five questions and they're pretty random. So, you know, you just answer honest. It's, it's not a, an algebra test here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. No, uh, no philosophy test here. Uh, but yeah, let's go with that. So uh, question number one. What was the worst job you ever had and why? Uh worst job was probably shoot. I used to work at Hollister. That was a pretty that sucked. You know? <laughs> um it seems cool, but yeah, working retail sucks ass. Um, especially like on Black Friday. Um was that tax free weekend? Christmas, all that is to fucking shit show and and um I think I worked there when Hollister was a thing, <laughs> and uh that shit that shit sucked like uh especially um they used to make us come at like four in the morning, shit and like uh was it like when, Black Friday or what? No, not even then. It was like when when um I guess new clothes would come out. Or, yeah, the new the new styles, the new styles and stuff. So we had to take out everything. Uh, stuff that didn't sell, put it in clearance, tag it. Um, but I guess uh, bittersweet is I did hook up people. So hey, <laughs> I, I would scan. <laughs> I remember my mom came once, and she got all these like sweaters and stuff, and like I just charged her for like two clearance. Shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sue me. <laughs> hey, what mall is this? Uh, I don't God. know if I should expose that. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh. Were you were you big into Hollister? I mean, that was pretty pretty fashionable back uh, then. Kind of, man. Kind of, not not too much, but I was I was more of an Abercrombie guy. Yeah, same, same. And you actually got <laughs> you actually got a little discount too. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um. Let's see. This next question is: What is your favorite meal to cook, and why? Ooh, to cook. Let's see. Uh. Man, I do love making some chilaquiles. You know how to make them? Oh, yes. The salsa and everything. Salsa and everything. Or you buy everything. the salsa made. 
Uh, depends how lazy I am. Uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I usually make everything by scratch, except. Uh, but I do like getting. Um, I go to his little tortilleria. Um, the one on Irvington. Yeah, the one on Irvington with uh, that Reina or something. Reina, Reina. Yeah, Reina tortilleria, and then uh, I would go there. They'll get they'll get their fresh tortillas. I'll cut them up, fry them up, then um, put the salsa on them. Then I'll put some uh, some uh, was that a queso um. Not queso fresco, but the queso Oaxaca. Queso Oaxaca. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I put I put I put some of that, and then I put, put a little fried egg on top. Ooh, some, you know some people don't eat it with fried eggs on top. Man, they're missing out. Everything's good with a fried egg. Yeah, I, yeah. And uh, then um, yeah, and then you know, go to Pound Town with that. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, what uh, salsa do you use? Verde or okay. yeah, verde. I'm a big verde guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I've actually had chilaquiles the other day uh, for the first, not for the first time, but I actually had them with chicken. Oh, really? And it wasn't, it wasn't that uh, weird as it sounds. It's, it's like almost like eating a light egg, but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it was pretty delicious. I don't know why it was pretty good. Oh shit. So tried sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, shredded chicken. Okay. Yeah. It was good. Okay. So, um. DeAndre, let's say you're independently wealthy and you don't have to work. What would you do with your time? Man, I think I actually got asked that same question not too long ago. If if you the, what it was actually if you could work any job and not worry about salary. Yeah. And then uh, I had and my response to that was I would be uh white water rafting instructor you know what you did i you told me that did i i think i was with you when you you got asked that like like if you didn't have to worry about salary what would you do because I, yeah. I joked about like oh we're gonna teach wa- uh water rafting at the buffalo bayou fucking <laughs> 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 <Looking> galveston <laughs> uh dang have you been water rafting i actually haven't man that's one thing i've been wanting to do because you, you, you do a lot of outdoor uh activities you like to go hiking you like to go camping yep camping hiking kayaking got got my little kayak here and so yeah i do all that stuff man i love it wow actually a lot of people say that they would travel so would you would you be interested in traveling oh yeah man yeah i always wanted to go to canada actually canada up Mm -hmm. north yep to and, any specific place? Uh, not really, man. But just, they have some beautiful parks out there. Oh my god, dude! Yes, shoot, man. So I definitely want to go out there, like in, in in the springtime. So one of the shows that I watch on Netflix, um, is called Rusty Rust Rust Valley, uh-huh. Rust Rust Bros, or something like that. Uh, I forgot. But anyways, I watched that show because of the the background, because of the setting that they're in, dude. They're I think they're in uh. It's called Rust Valley, actually. And, dude, the scenery is just amazing, Insane, huh? dude. It's, oh, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, need to make a trip out there. Yeah, dude, for sure. For sure. So who is someone you look up to and why? Uh, let's see. I would say my parents, honestly. I mean, right. just because uh, my parents... Um, just because I, you know, I was part of the whole, I was, I was with them with, during the whole struggle and stuff. So, 
um, you know, we started off in one bedroom apartment and everything. And, and now, uh, uh, you know, they, we lived in the same house for a while, but you know, just their, but them, how financially stable they are now compared to how we were before is just kind of like good motivation, seeing how they could do it. And then, you know, it was, it was five of us. So, so just kind of, they put us, you know, through school and stuff. So it's, it just, it's crazy how, you know, with just a little bit of determination, you know, it goes a long way and, yeah, and just kind of wanting better for their kids. And, and it's just, it's just kind of like, man, who else, who, who else I would need to look up to besides them just because, you know, they gave me everything I needed and, and, um, seeing where they're at now. So it's kind of, I want to be just at least half, half of what they were. I agree. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, DeAndre. I think, uh, I think you're spot on on that. So what book, uh, movie, uh, or podcast or I guess whatever, what are you watching? Sorry. That's what I meant to ask. What are you watching right now that you would recommend to anybody? What are you watching, <laughs> hearing, reading, listening, anything over the top? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, man, what are I'm, you binging? I saw this pretty cool, um, show was a uh, chef table barbecue edition it just came out right yeah i think if you really want to get an understanding of of how barbecue is done and and uh and how uh, it's done in different places in the world it's it's crazy like you know texas itself has its own style of barbecuing uh besides you know um because i know this is it's one place uh um it's uh here in Texas. I think it's called uh Snow's Barbecue or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that was episode one, right? Yeah. That was pretty almost um uh, that that kinda that, that kinda hit ho- close to home. I was like, ooh man, like this lady's gonna make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Just cause she's been through so much and you know, barbecue joint is all she got and she's damn near good at it and just got voted like one of the best barbecues in, in, in the whole country, so um Seeing that is pretty cool, and then I really like the one, uh, the one in Mexico. Oh shit! Yeah, so that one was really cool. It was this lady. Uh, she's uh, I forgot what part of Mexico she's from, but she comes from uh, Mayan uh, descent, and like actually like Spanish is her second language. Her first language is uh, is a dialect mm-hmm. uh, from her, her the what Mayan spoke, um, and uh, so she had her own style of cooking and. And she didn't know how good it was until somebody else came and was like, man, this shit's fucking awesome. You know, this guy, this chef was like, hey, you need to come cook for me. She was like, hell no. So um, what I think what they did is uh, she taught people how to cook her ways. And um, and like her ways is they have like their own style of barbecue over there. Well, not not really. Uh, I guess. Yeah, it's like barbecue, but. It's uh you know when they do like the they dig a hole and oh the 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 old old like the way that they used to do yeah. it back in the old day before yeah so they dig a hole um put a whole bunch of banana leaves there and and put the meat there put your all seasoned up spices and stuff covered up with more banana leaves and then with coals and then then you put the dirt over it cover it up and it yeah. basically becomes a little oven and leave that there for twelve hours or so and. And just seeing like their method is like, man, shit, like this is tradition that's being lost, you know. So that's crazy. And yeah, she's keeping it alive, and you know, and they made a whole show out of her, 
um and or just one episode in the of a, of the series so pretty cool wow i actually um i seen aaron franklin's masterclass oh okay okay and i won't ruin it too much but uh they do a brief history on texas barbecue mm-hmm. and there's still some uh barbecue shops that that actually do it on the ground like that's the the traditional way to do it like mm-hmm. grilling it or i guess smoking it yeah smoking it in, in the ground um but yeah that's 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 really interesting uh what else are you watching <laughs> man uh, man i kind of picked up uh that legend of cora it's another avatar. legend of cora yeah that's pretty cool yeah because i mean i was a big avatar fan uh the last airbender um a fan growing up so seeing that i was like man i have to watch this so hasn't been disappointing yet so kind of brings me back to me waking up and <laughs> watching cartoons and my little console and <laughs> i did a little bowl of cereal yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did rewatch um what did i rewatch i did rewatch uh avatar mm. and i forgot how funny and silly yeah. it was but it was it was really well written like this the story the plot I mean, yeah yeah. Three seasons jam-packed. It was awesome. Yep, I agree. The Fire Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deandrick. Well, thank you so much for talking to us and sharing your story. And I hope things turn around for you, buddy. Sounds good, man. Thanks.